Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. A lot of us during the pandemic have spent more time at home and we've looked around wondering, what is all this stuff for that I'm surrounded by? I, I, I like to declutter, I acquire things, and I try to get rid of things, making sure I'm surrounded by things that matter to me. I am a work in progress when it comes to that. And a book that I'm currently listening to on Audible, the sponsor of this program, is called Goodbye Things. And it's a book about how to let go of things that you are surrounded by and ideas you have, what makes you happy in a materialistic sense, how to let go of them. It gives you a strategy and kind of taps into why we keep some of the things that we keep that maybe we have no use for anymore and why we keep acquiring new things that don't bring lasting happiness. So that's what I'm listening to this week. And that book is part of the new Audible Plus plan. With Audible Plus, you get full access to their Plus catalog, which is filled with thousands and thousands of selected originals, audiobooks, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of popular shows, as well as exclusive series. Audible Plus connects you with tons of content that entertains, inspires, and informs you. It can make your life better. It can help you pass the time. It can help you feel less lonely if you're feeling lonely, less frustrated if you're feeling frustrated, and more inspired if you're looking for inspiration. It's easy to find just the right listen, whether it's comedy, romance, suspense, true crime, science fiction, fitness, wellness, and even pro wrestling. If you have a full Audible membership, not only do you get access to thousands of titles instantly, but you get a credit each month for a new release or a particular book in their library that you want to listen to. And that includes a lot of pro wrestling books, including Life is Short, So Am I, the book by the wrestler known as Hornswoggle in WWE. Eggshells, Pro Wrestling in the Tokyo Dome. That just came out a couple years ago. It's a chance for you to do a deep dive into the history of pro wrestling at the Tokyo Dome by Chris Charlton. You can also download and listen to the Young Bucks' new autobiography. You can try Audible Plus or Audible Premium Plus for free for 30 days. After 30 days, Audible Plus is just $7.95 a month or get a new release title each month in addition to that and pay just $14.95 a month. Try either plan for free for 30 days by going to audible.com slash wade. That's audible.com slash wade or text wade to 500-500 that's audible.com slash wade or text wade to 500-500 with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Andrew, I don't even know if we have enough time in this show to talk about everything that there is to talk about. I mean, there's so much news coming out of uh, this episode of Dynamite tonight as we get ready for Revolution on Sunday. One of, by far, the more uh, action-packed episodes of Dynamite that I think we've seen in quite some time, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, even like Jim Ross, you could tell. Uh, he even acknowledged it, that he was like having trouble <laughs> keeping up with what was going on and said it was like one of the fastest shows he'd ever uh, commented on or something to that effect. Yeah, it was great. I mean, between the Shaq match, I mean, that Shaq match, we're recording this right after Dynamite went off the air. That, that Shaq match felt like it happened, you know, three days ago, let, let alone two hours ago. <laughs> there was so much kind of going on here. Oh, man. Yeah, now that you say, like you said Shaq, and I had like already essentially forgot about it in a way, because, yeah, it, it seemed like it was so much longer ago than um, an hour and 45 minutes. That's yeah, crazy. Well, we, we'll get to that in a second. I, I think what we'll talk about first is what most people are going to be talking about coming out of this show, and that's the, the news that Paul White dropped, that he's not the only signing. Uh, <laughs> that they signed a, quote, Hall of Fame-worthy player, or a Hall of, someone who's Hall of Fame-worthy has signed to the roster, and he will announce who that is on, on Sunday at the pay-per-view. Now, what's interesting about this is I don't know what is this setting up? Is it setting up Paul White announcing somebody that's quote unquote Hall of Fame worthy? Or is this something to set up him being a heel when he delivers, you know, I don't know, himself or, you know, you know, some other type of, of shenanigans? I, I hope that it's not that. I hope that it's the former and that it, it actually is them announcing something for, for several reasons. One, we get to see who they announce and that'll be a lot of fun uh but number two i don't think that they should be in the business of uh at this point you know in their their stage as a company i, I don't know that they should be in the business of advertising something teasing something big like this and then uh, you know not delivering just to get heel heat uh, I, I would mm-hmm. hope that's not the case i would hope that they're actually delivering on something here and it's a legitimate signing um but i, I do have my my reservations only because they're announcing it on wednesday they're saying they're going to announce the signing on on Sunday, but they advertise it on Wednesday, right? So what are people going to do over the next four days? Uh, media members, uh, people are going to dig. And it's very possible that this could get out ahead of time, uh, and you don't want that to happen. So what do, you, what do you think this is? Do you think this is a legitimate signing that they announce on that Paul White announces on Sunday? Do you think it's uh, just some sort of angle to get him over as like a heel commentator? Or what, what do you think this is going to be? 
Yeah, I think it's legit. I, I don't think you want to frame him as a heel. I mean, he like joked uh, essentially about, you know, the breaking the fourth wall, like, you know, saying you didn't see that turn coming. So to, to like go right into that and turn him heel would be uh, really silly on their part. Um, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm just like wondering who that could be. So uh, I have a list. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when when he announced when they, when I heard that I I just started writing down names right some of yeah. which I'm sure are going to be like no way some of them just don't make any sense at all um you know we'll just run through them and, and we'll talk about whether or not it, it's likely or not okay sure. uh, the first one I thought of was Kurt Angle it's same. <laughs> hall of fame worthy i mean he he was going in oh no he's already in the hall of fame yeah. um he's a free agent i mean he, he was the first one that came to mind what kurt angle would do in aew i don't know i certainly wouldn't be as an active wrestler i wouldn't think but although you know stings taking power bombs um <laughs> but he was the first one how how likely how likely is it do you think that it could be kurt angle he so he was the first one that popped in my mind too. Except for then, you know, thinking back, like Hall of Fame worthy, I think he would have framed that different. And he's like, yep. it's not who you'd expect. So, um, yeah, that just like how he framed it. So I would say ten percent. I like I wouldn't be shocked to see him in the company in the yeah. next couple of years, but I don't think this is him. Uh, the, the the second name that I have on my list is is one that I think it's like a, a I never want to say zero percent, but zero point one percent, and that's CM Punk. That's going to be the name that I think everybody thinks of this week, or everyone's going to be suggesting because of the fact that he's a Hall of Fame worthy. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame worthy indicates that he's not in the Hall of Fame, right? So yeah, uh, people are I think are going to to come up with that. I, I though think it's highly unlikely. Yeah, I would say point zero 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 one or whatever you had as well. Like I and again, like I, I don't rule him out joining whatsoever, but to have like Paul White be the one to introduce him would be a really bizarre way to bring him in. Here's an interesting one. Again, I think it's a zero point one percent chance of, of being <laughs> true, um, but he does have a show coming up on TBS that he's going to be hosting very soon. <laughs> There's. There's a actually I'm I'm I feel comfortable saying it's a there's a zero percent chance that it's John Cena despite the fact that he <laughs> is going to be hosting a show on TBS coming up soon. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> it was just John Cena. Well, uh, I mean, hey, it's not somebody you would expect. Not, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, he may even still be under contract. I, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no way. I mean, he's not one that's ever going to do anything other than WWE. I wouldn't think so. I would I I would feel comfortable if we say that one's the zero percent one. Yeah, I mean, they would. I mean, I think they would be hyping it up just like insane. Like, this is going to change the business, you know, some sort of nonsense like that. Um, yeah, I'll go also. Well, point zeros. I'll, I'll add a couple, two or three more zeros. Uh, one guy that, again, I think it's unlikely, but it's it's possible. Hall of Fame worthy. Someone again that would you would suggest is not in the Hall of Fame yet. Uh, but this guy was supposed to go into the Hall of Fame last year, and I believe is going in this year, uh, Dave Batista. <laughs> Another one that I would put the probability at is being very, very low. But still, yeah. I feel like I need to we, – we're going to need to include him because I think he'll be one that people will bring up between now and Sunday. Uh, but still, I think probability-wise, probably on the low end. Probably on the, on the low end, yeah. Just uh, that I think the Hall of Fame-worthy thing would also um, 
kind of, I don't know. I, I, but I, I wouldn't expect it. So he does have that going for him. Yes. Um, and he, I'm assuming like Dave Batista is very vocal about his political beliefs and I'm sure he aligns much more closely with AEW than WWE. So <laughs> except Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh, that's true. Except Chris, <laughs> yeah. Good point. <laughs> uh, and then I've got some others in here that, uh, came to mind more so because of the main event the the exploding barbed wire ring match um but i don't know if they're still signed to wwe and, and one of them we've heard is in poor health but terry funk or mick foley uh again i don't know what they would do it would obviously be in some type of managerial role these guys are not going to be wrestling but it just it kind of fits with what the main event is they had one of those matches in japan you know, I, I could at least seeing them being brought in to do something, with, whether they're not a special referee, but uh, being some type of uh, dignitary watching that that main event. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Foley would be the more likely of the two. I mean, we are his relationship with WWE has been up and down over the years, like after, he, you know, he joined TNA for a couple of years way back. Yep. And it seems, like it's, it seems like it's on the downside right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would go as just that they're both Hall of Famers. I think I wouldn't pick them either, but possible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, then I get some ones that I, you know, I don't know. I have them on my list, but I don't feel like they would be big enough to warrant, you know, this type of hype. Okay. Um, Mark Henry, the Dudley boys, or, or, Again, like Hall of Fame worthy. Yes, the Dudley Boys may even be in. Actually, aren't they? Uh, I don't have to look. Are, yeah, I have to in. look. In I don't, that I don't one. think Mark Henry is, but um, he might actually be too. At this no, point. I think I think Mark Henry Jeez. is. Everybody's in at this point. I mean, you're just going to be <laughs> mediocre to get in. They put so many damn people in. Um, those two came out just because I know they're you know obviously free agents. So that's the thing is like who's a free agent? <laughs> who's not signed right now? That that that's the hard part. And uh, uh, oh. Okay. Do you, do you saw more on your list? I got a couple names. I got a couple. I could no throw in a couple because my other ones were like ones that might be, um, you know, let, let's say he's doing it as a swerve because he wants to be a heel. You know, does he, uh, is, is it you know uh, I don't know Snoop Dogg or something or, <laughs> or Mike he, Tyson? I mean, Mike Tyson is technically in the Hall of Fame. That's true. Uh, give me your percentage zero to a hundred. Um, the Undertaker. Uh I would say zero because didn't he sign like a twenty-five year contract or something like that? Probably. Yeah, I think he signed. A, I think he signed a, like a really long-term deal. So I, I think he's. I'm. I'm safe with feel with, with saying he's on the the Cena side of being an actual zero percent. How about The Rock? I would. Okay. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. Mm. I wouldn't put that one at zero. Would you put that above Cena? I think I would. Interesting. I, I, I think it's highly unlikely. Like yeah. not even not even one percent, but I wouldn't put it at zero percent. I, I think Undertaker and Cena are zero will never happen, no chance, no shot in hell. I feel like the rock is a maybe. <laughs> you know, very yeah. very highly, 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 highly unlikely, but not a never not not an absolutely never i yeah now i'm like uh thinking more about like how he framed that the big show uh paul yeah. white because because he was like it's the big it's the biggest name some you know th- something to that effect um so maybe it is so okay so him like just being a heel 
is kind of <laughs> now rising up in his in my mind. But um, how about this one, Clan Jacobs? See that one? I think uh, that might be the most likely of of the names. And, and here's the only thing too. Yeah. Like, we keep going to WWE, and he so his words were, and I'm looking at various reports here. Uh, a huge surprise, someone who will be a huge surprise and a huge asset to AEW. And then he said, "Listen, it's not who you think." Um, so I don't, I don't know. Is huge part of it? Did you say Paul Heyman? How about maybe? Well, it's not a bad idea. Rob Van Dam. Trying to think who's. I don't know. Rick Martel. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, Tully Blanchard was wrestling tonight. Uh, That's very true. That's very true. Uh, A a woman, maybe. Yeah. See, that's the thing. We we, that's. I I was thinking. after this, after our discussion here, could it could it be a woman's wrestler or, or some type of woman talent? Mm-hmm. Um, we and where everyone's thinking, you know, ex WWE guys, is there an ex Impact guy out there? You know, what I mean? like I don't that we're not oh. thinking of. I, I and I don't have a name. It's just that we're not thinking of. Like, is there somebody out there where it's like, you know, our ex New Japan guy or who's not under contract anymore? Like, it's not necessarily a WWE guy. That's a good point. Uh, gosh, what you, who would even that be? It wouldn't be Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> um, Joe and AJ are locked in, as far as I know. But maybe not. I mean... Um... Uh, now, I'm reading Wade's report here, and he actually said that twice. He said, quote, it's not who you think, but listen, it's not who you think. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Daily Cast listeners, thank you, first of all, for streaming the shows. Be sure you're subscribing. Just search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to pro wrestling podcasts. But while you're at it. If you're not yet, please subscribe to the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast and Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Shows. Search Wade Keller and see two logos pop up, a blue one and a red one. The red logo, the post shows, cover Raw and SmackDown each week with a fast turnaround time of a couple hours after the show's end. And also every Saturday we present a flashback to our analysis from five years ago that week covering Raw. Jason Powell from ProWrestling.net joins me and we analyze what happened on Raw five years ago. So check out that time capsule every weekend. 
The Blue Logo Show features the Thursday flagship, plus our first-run interviews, our classic interviews, and our mailbag segments. So, again, search Wade Keller and click subscribe to both the Red Logo and the Blue Logo. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Here's one. Okay, here's one that we didn't bring up Brock Lesnar. Oh, man. He's a free agent. That'd be huge. Last we I'm heard, not. right? Last we heard, he didn't. He had not come under, he had not come to terms with WWE in a new contract, and he would be a Hall of Fame-worthy talent because he is not in the Hall of Fame. What it's if it's Brock Lesnar? I would, I'm going to put him as the most, like, I would still only put that at a couple percent, but I would, to me, I think that's my most likely one. I think that's the most likely one, too. Lesnar or... I mean, you could go really off the board, and WWE flirted with Cain Velasquez and then had released him, obviously. But, I mean, he's Hall of Fame worthy in the sense of, you know, he's probably going to be in the UFC Hall of Fame, former UFC heavyweight champion. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there, is there something like that? It, maybe it's not – is it not a wrestling – did he not mean a wrestling Hall of Fame? I mean, because they've had MMA guys involved in their, in their uh, promotion before. You know, they were part of Mike Tyson's entourage and stuff like that. So is it an MMA guy? That that it may come over as like a crossover. I thought that that you know it didn't really work with with uh, was it Rampage Jackson and Tito Ortiz and and, yeah. uh, and Impact. But I mean it, it's it's work with some other guys. It, could it be something like somebody like that? I mean, could it be somebody completely from the outside? Is it like a football Hall of Famer for all we know? You know, <laughs> you know he didn't say oh, gosh, wrestling yeah. Hall of Fame, and, and Tony Khan definitely has obvious connections in the in the NFL world. So uh, is there? I don't know if there is or isn't, but is there an NFL guy out there who's, you know, an NFL star who wants to get into wrestling and maybe maybe after he's done, you know, with football? There's there's a lot of possibilities. That's a good point. I Yeah, now I'm kind of leaning towards an NFL player who I'm like, oh, you know, like a Gronk type. Yeah, I mean, yeah, see, so that would work, right? I mean, if it was like a Gronk type, then yeah. Hall of Fame worthy, he's, you know, he's probably going to end up in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not who you think. Yeah, now, I'm, now that's, I think, my number one, and I don't like it. Somebody <laughs> outside of wrestling altogether. What, uh, how about this one? This What about Ronda Rousey? <sighs> see, that's a really good guy. That's another really, oh, that would be big. I think that'd be the yeah. biggest one. Oh, no, Lesnar would be the biggest one, but Rousey would be would be pretty close, number two, especially when you consider you know the depth of their women's division and so many fresh ma- so many fresh matches she's had she'd have be able to have there the thing that yeah. the thing that would scare me a little bit about Le- not scare me but the re- the thing that would uh, caution me against Lesnar is i don't know not that he couldn't perform on his own i don't know that Lesnar would do anything without Heyman 
And Heyman's That's... obviously under contract with WWE. So, yeah. you know, would he That's... go anywhere without Heyman? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's a good point. Um, the only reason that I think he is more likely is just like due to the shock factor of like the big show. And maybe Tony Khan is like, hey, I really want to stick it to Vince. Like, who are the people that would really, like, you yeah. know, t- you know, I'm sure big show like had to sting Vince because he's been with him for 20 years. Like if he got uh, Brock Lesnar, that one would really be a shock to him. And, and I'm trying to think, too. Big show has this scoop. That's how it's being presented in storyline. Well, who, who has a connection to big show? You know, because mm, yeah. AEW, it's not, I wouldn't put it past AEW to look at, at those type of details or, or at the very least not completely ignore those types of details. So I'm not saying it definitely needs to be somebody that has a connection with, with Big Show, but it very well could be. Uh, because again, I think AEW is the type, you know, Tony Khan books the show in a way that would pay attention to those types of details. It would, it would make sense for big show to be the one that would have this scoop and make this announcement. If it's somebody that big show has a history with uh, another guy outside of wrestling, who big show has a history with, who's going to be in a hall of fame is Floyd Mayweather. Oh, you know, he fought Floyd Mayweather at WrestleMania 24. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, outside the box, probably, but somebody that is a hall of famer, wouldn't be any, you know, definitely wouldn't be who anybody's thinking, <laughs> but maybe somebody like him. Uh, yeah, I, I, it could be something like that. I, John Cena just popped up on my TV because I have that uh, that AEW after show on. So I have, it on, <laughs> I mean, I have it on while we're recording too. Yeah, that's why. It doesn't. Does John Cena, is he looking freakier like every week? Yeah. John Cena with okay. hair is freaking me out. Yeah. And something about his eyebrows too. There's. Not looking quite right. Yeah, uh, he's not aging. One, he's not aging. Uh, he's not getting older or younger. He's kind of like aging sideways. Yeah, it's weird. He's remaining the same age, but looking a little strange. So I guess John Cena isn't insane. Like I, you know, he may he might not have a contract. He might just be like he might not. Yeah. And, I, I and again, know. Big Show, if we're going back to Big Show, or Paul White, sorry, uh, <laughs> he has a history with Cena. He feuded with Cena. He feuded with Brock Lesnar when when Lesnar first came up for the U.S. title, I believe. Mm-hmm. They had a program. So, like, he's, he has history with both of those guys. He teamed with Kane at one point. So, like, again, there's there's a history there. There's, he was in WWE for 20 years. He, he has history with a lot of people. And, and maybe I'm off base in thinking that it's somebody that, that has a connection with Big Show, right? But it, it, I, I believe it would be because it feels like that's not a detail that they would ignore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and when, we, when you said like Kurt Angle, I remember back in the day reading um, when Angle was in TNA, he was trying to get Big Show to join. Um, so um, that kind of made me think of that connection there. Right. Um, one out of a hundred, how mad would you be if it was hardcore Holly? <laughs> how mad would I be? One out yeah. of a, um, like 50. Okay. hundred is like, you're burning down your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 50. <laughs> like maybe something in my vicinity gets broken. At yeah. 50. I like it. The thing is, if they're doing it on pay per view and, and and making people pay money, like they better have a good payoff because well, you know, and that's what that's what worries me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, 
you you are teasing something like this, which again, people are going to be talking about this for the next four days. By the time people are listening to this show, they will they will have had two full days of, of people speculating over who this could be. They're going to get a, little, a lot of publicity out of this. There are going to be people who watch the show to see who this is going to be. A hundred percent. And if you do all that and you don't deliver somebody big, I think you just disappointed a lot of people. Yeah. For sure. You know, yeah. I, I think you want to, and I always subscribe to the theory that you want to under promise and over deliver uh, more than the other way around. <laughs> more than over promise and under deliver. And they're, they're promising something big here. So uh, I hope that the promise, you know, I hope the payoff is befitting of the, the promises that they're making. Cause if you over promise and under deliver, uh, that's, that's not a, a, a taste you want to leave in anybody's mouth, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And cause yeah, there's definitely going to be some people out there who this is like not the main selling point, but it's going to push them over into like buying the show. Like, okay. Like I, you know, like I want to see who this is. That's the hook. That's the final hook. And if you, you know, end up delivering, um, Ted DiBiase Jr. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking of like raw mid 2000, like 2007 yeah. at the moment. Uh, you know, that's going to, it's going to rub people the wrong way. Yeah. Like members of the spirit squad. <laughs> Kenny! Uh, it could be, I mean, you never know. Uh, but no, I, I, it'll be fun. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to this, you know, it's, it's now I'm looking forward to a lot on revolution. I think revolution is going to be a really good show, yeah. uh, but it, it, this is now one of the, the main, Selling points, I think. I think this is going to be something that, like you said, a lot of people uh, are going to be looking forward to on this show on Sunday night, which I keep forgetting it's Sunday and not Saturday. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, I wonder, have they said, did I just miss it? Have they said why that it's on Sunday and not a, and not a Sunday? Um, not on the show, no. I, I haven't seen it anywhere listed. Is there like a big game or something? Or like a UFC thing uh, going on? No, I'm just reading this now. So uh, there were conflicts. It was apparently it's supposed to be last Saturday, uh, but there oh. were conflicts with Canelo Alvarez. Canelo, Canelo Alvarez fought last Friday, uh, last Saturday. So it said it's here due to unwanted conflicts with the Canelo Alvarez Avdeni You'll Dream bout in Miami Gardens, Florida, on the original scheduled date of February 27th. AEW rescheduled Re- Revolution for Sunday, March 7th. The promotion had considered moving the event to Saturday, March 6th, but that date fell through as UFC 259 was scheduled for the same night, and AEW did not want to also air their pay-per-view against the UFC event. Uh, this, in turn, will be AEW's first pay-per-view to take place on a Sunday. Hmm. All right. I hope it's just a one-time thing. I, I actually enjoyed the Saturday night ones. I like the Saturday shows too, but yeah. that that Canelo fight was added late. Oh, okay. Um, it was only yeah. It wasn't ad. It wasn't like it was a heavily advertised fight that had been booked for a long time. It was kind of like a tune-up fight for Canelo before he goes in and fights somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to see when did they announce that fight? Yeah that that fight was announced on January 20th. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, which which sense. is not the norm in boxing. Uh, but yeah. that, that fight was announced on January 20th, uh, and it happened on February 27th. So that that's probably why. They probably had the original date of the 27th booked, and then, you know, good luck. Canelo Alvarez is the biggest draw in boxing right now, so good luck to you if you go up against him on pay-per-view. It's probably not going to work out real well for you. Uh, so moving, the, moving the, the, the card to the following week in – Again, not putting it up against the UFC is probably the smart, probably the smart decision, I would say. 
Yeah, well, that makes sense. Well, well, thank you for the context. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know, know that about either. that. I just looked it up. Oh. Uh, okay, now let's get to the stuff that we feel like happened, you know, days ago. Uh, <laughs> and by the time people are listening to this, it did, but really, it was hours ago. Um, that Cody and Red Velvet for Shaq and Jade Cardinal match was a million times better than it had any. <laughs> Than it had any business being. Uh, I was blown away. I was blown away by. I was blown away by. Uh, I think I, I said on Twitter at one point tonight. I said people are going to watch this match because of of Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. People are going. At least wrestling fans are going to remember how awesome Red Velvet and Jade looked. And, and then mm-hmm. the, the table spot at the end with Shaq. Like there was. I thought it was really good. Like as far as celebrity, ma- if you compare it to other celebrity matches. It might be the best one ever. <laughs> and, you know, on top of that, like just as a wrestling match itself, it was pretty damn good. Yeah, it was definitely a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I, I'm yeah, definitely with you on that. And they didn't have Shaq do stuff that he couldn't do. They used him pretty smart, just made him look dominant, toss Cody around, but like let Cody kind of use his brains to get one up on him at the end. Um, and it wasn't like like Shaq is so like enormous that his offense you buy into, whereas other celebs, you you know, it, it just looks silly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it was good. I mean, th- there was a lot to it. <laughs> there was a lot of, like, extra things going on, like Austin Gunn getting involved. and um, But, I mean, that completely makes sense. You're going to want all the bells and whistles to um, kind of hide any shortcomings. And it doesn't excuse the fact that the build of the match was absolutely terrible. Right. Um, because yes. it was. I mean, we talked about that. We talked about that a few weeks. The build of the match was just horrifically bad. Um, but, I mean, I think they, not that they saved it, <laughs> not that they saved it with this match because the build was really, really bad. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't come away from this going like, geez, I don't want to see Shaq. I don't want to see them do anything with Shaq ever again. Like, mm-hmm. I think you could you could do something with him. I don't know what, what that something is, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not like he's going to go out there and have a, a really good 20-minute singles match. But you could you could do stuff with Shaq again, and I wouldn't be opposed. I mean, the power bomb on Cody looked good. He took the big bump off the ring through the tables. I mean, it was kind of expected once we saw it set up. But still, he took it. Uh, yeah. You know, it. I, I didn't. I thought he came off well. I thought he. I thought he came off much better here than in any of the times he was involved in in WWE. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be down for like a, a singles match between him and Cody, or if they wanted to do another sort of. Uh, take match that he was involved in, um, which is probably, yeah, a lot more than I, I, I would have thought I was going to say going into tonight. Uh, then they went to, well, they, they had a nice little squash match after that with Paige and, oh, sorry, Pac and Phoenix getting a big win. Yeah. I, I um, just, side note that, yeah. I, I, I love that. I just thought that was a great squash match. Just no offense from the jobbers and quick, fast, show off your moves and move on. That's what you want. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wrestling fans, if you're looking for a unique and entertaining way to get your wrestling podcast fixed, check out Ring Rust Radio. Ring Rust Radio uses its trademark brand of banter to cover all professional wrestling you love, including WWE, NXT, New Japan, Lucha Underground, ROH, Impact Wrestling, and more. We also hold sit-down interviews with some of the biggest names in the history of the business, such as Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle, Trish Stratus, AJ Styles, and Roman Reigns. For those of you who want their wrestling with a perfect mix of serious analysis and comic relief, find Ring Rust Radio dropping every Wednesday night on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, what do you think of this press conference thing they did? Um, <laughs> uh, it was, it was one of my, like, uh, first of all, I was thrown off because Barstool was there and I just, um, I, I don't know a ton about them, but I know there's been a lot of like sex, you know, basically a lot of people think they're sexist. So yes. I was like, that's just an interesting pairing. It was an interesting pairing. Yeah. Um, also an interesting pairing, um, because, uh, what's her name? Uh, Erica Nardini, who is the CEO of Barstool Sports, mm-hmm. is also on the board of directors for WWE. Really? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that makes it even. <laughs> so it's very weird. So I and I don't know a ton about Barstool, so I know they're a fairly big name. So on one hand, it was interesting because it's like, wow, they actually got a uh, you know someone semi-legit but on the other hand i'm like aren't they kind of scuzzy but it, not I, I would say that they don't have uh yeah they they have a strong brand with the male 18 to 35 demographic so from a ah, yeah. from a demographic standpoint i think it makes sense for them but yes mm-hmm. it does uh they do have some they do have a what is it a, a, a sketchy history <laughs> um oh the my i guess my other big takeaway too is that uh when uh, jericho and mjf were being dressed down and yelled at it, they kind of did the wwe thing where they just like took it for like a solid minute instead of firing back on the microphone from the young bucks um so i thought that was a bit of a miss but overall it was fine yeah 
Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, what did they do after this? I'm going to go back to the report here. Um, yeah, it's like tonight was so busy. I, I like I'm still trying to process how that all played out. I know uh, it's the Bucks came in. Like, how, how did that segment end? <laughs> at, at the end, at the end of the show was just complete chaos. Uh, Blanchard, uh, Tully, Tully Blanchard and FTR against Jurassic Express. Thought they pulled it off well. I mean, Tully Blanchard is a yeah, – how old is Tully Blanchard at this point? Uh, 68. 68. I, I mean, geez. For a guy who was almost 70 years old, they, they did it in a way where he didn't embarrass himself, uh, which is I mean, which is good. I mean, that's the respectable thing to do. I thought uh, – because these things can end very badly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't put him in a bad spot. They gave him kind of a spot to uh, to, to shine a little bit without taking too many unnecessary chances. So uh, I thought he looked good. I mean, considering the guy's you know almost seventy years old, I thought he looked good, and the match itself was was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I love that JJ Dillon was out there. Um, I I just it, it's so refreshing to see AEW like respect wrestlers uh, as opposed to WWE. Whenever they have a, a legend on, they just like make him out to be the world's biggest idiots. Yes. Um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I, they kind of put Luchasaurus in a bad spot because, uh, totally got this big pop after he did that, um, suplex. And then Luchasaurus, like roundhouse kicked him in the face. <laughs> like the crowd <laughs> kind of booed him, Yeah. <laughs> which yeah, I, I thought was kind of funny. And like, yeah, it made me not like him that much. Cause he's kicking a near 70 year old man in the face. <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, after this, it was Tony Schiavone. Oh, that's when they went yeah, to the Paul White segment. Uh, oh, then they had the the women's match, and I am going to completely butcher her name. I'm sorry. Uh, but Riho Mizunami? 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that sounds about right. She beats Nyla Rose in the finals of the Eliminator Tournament, so now she's going to go to the pay-per-view on Sunday for a title shot against Hikaru Shida. Pretty good match, right? I don't know. I don't have much to say on it other than it was a pretty good match. No, uh, nothing real positive or negative. Uh, pretty good match. Um, I'm glad Nyla Rose didn't win because it was it would have just felt like a, a, a redo of what they'd been doing a long time ago. Uh, wasn't I mean I still go back to saying like the Serena Deeb uh, Riho match for me was easily the best of the tournament. So they should have maybe booked it <laughs> closer to that because um, also we don't. Uh, well, I'm already blanking on her name, but we don't know really know anything about Mizunami. Mizunami. Yeah, we don't know anything about her. Yeah, yeah. We, so we it's really, weird to get excited about it. We really don't. Um, then after this, uh, that's when the Dark Order, uh, Dark Orders Ten, who's with neg- had negative one with him, uh, mm-hmm. lost to Max Caster in a ladder match qualifier. Uh, the ladder match, so I think the ladder match is going to be a fun match in the pay-per-view. The ladder match is the one that I feel like I am the most confused about what's going on. Have they done a good enough job explaining and building up what this ladder, what this ladder match is supposed to be, in your opinion? Uh, no. Is it, what does the winner get? <laughs> is it a number one contender for TNT? TNT, yes. Okay. Uh yeah no no yeah, um, and it's it's one of those ones where it's like you know obviously a million people are involved it's Scorpio Sky Cody Rhodes Penta Lance Archer Max Caster and then a to be determined wrestler 
It's also goofy that uh, Ray Phoenix and Lance Archer had to fight each other, where this week, uh, 10? <laughs> 10. <laughs> or is it 5? Is it 5 or 10? <laughs> 10. Uh, he Ten. had to fight Max Caster, who are not really notable singles wrestlers. Yes. Um, yep. So that, does, that, that doesn't make any sense either. And Scorpio Sky, I thought he was just bad on a commentary. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think he was very good at all. I was... I like I I genuinely did not know if he was trying to be a heel or a cocky face. Do, do you know? I don't know. I don't know. And so if he's either way, it's a problem. Like if he's turning heel, this is a really weird way to do it. Unless I'm um, and if he's being a face, he did a bad job at it because he just came across as unlikable. Yep. Yeah, I, I was very confused by uh, by the performance. Not the performance. That that means feels like I'm putting it on him. But I, I don't know what his direction was. Like, what was he supposed to be? You know. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know because he kept like bragging how he was, you know, the the best and how the camera should be on him, and he <laughs> it just wasn't a good. It wasn't a good showing. Uh, Page and Silver beat Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn. Uh, this was in the main event of the evening. Uh, and then the big. Just wild brawl to close the show with all the tag teams pouring into the ring for the casino tag team battle royal hype. Uh, the winner that's going to get a future world tag team world tag team title shot. That match is going to come up at the Revolution pay per view as well. Uh, but was it interesting to you that they had the the hype for the the tag team battle royal be the thing that closed the show? Uh, yes, for sure. Because this is, I mean, probably one of the weaker main events they've ever had. Just from like a star standpoint, mm-hmm. um, and they haven't done a ton with that match. Um, yeah, I, I I think that was a weird way to end the night too. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a little strange. A little strange. A little strange. And, then, and they also did the WWE thing there, where it's like, well, we don't know how to really promote the match, so let's just throw twenty, thirty people out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's basically. <laughs> basically what it did feel like yeah we're just gonna throw everybody out there and let them fight and and tony will uh tony shivani will talk about how it's complete chaos and we're gonna go off the air (laughs) oh my god also um to go back to earlier what (laughs) i just like remember this like shack disappearing from the ambulance oh oh, oh, that's right yeah wait a minute yeah (laughs) i forgot about that Like, they didn't even mention it another time during the rest of the night. You're right. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, what was up with that? And First of all, it was stupid because, like, Tony Schiavone opens up the ambulance door, which was, like, I, you would never do. Like, a civilian can't just, like, open an ambulance door to, like, talk to an unconscious man. Uh, Generally speaking, no. And then he, like, pulls an undertaker and he's gone. And yeah, it was very strange. Like, how does Shaq disappear? He's <laughs> like, and nobody knows where he is, and they never went back to it the rest of the night. It's hard to lose him. I mean, he's a big guy. Yeah. Um, so that was, I'm going to just say that was stupid. Yeah, I wonder what the follow-up is for that. I wonder if there's a follow-up for that. <laughs> I, I thought he was, you know, after that happened, I assumed he was going to come back at some point during the night. I, I just like they're making it needlessly complicated because like Shaq gets hurt, he gets put out, he can come back pissed off and ask you know get his rematch or, or whatever. But like when you have him disappear, I don't, um, I don't know. It's just it, it's it's silly. I'm trying to think. Who, yeah, who's got the magic powers in um, in AEW? Like who, who's their 
undead. I mean, I get, well, Matt Hardy used to Matt be. Matt Hardy, yeah, he, he had them. Yeah, he doesn't have many more. I don't know of anybody else. No. It's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to some emails. Emails are always fun. Yeah. Uh, who's up first? Let's see. Up first is Scott from Australia. Oh. He says, hi, lads. Scott from Australia. I'm watching Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade over the weekend, and the climax got me thinking. <laughs> when when the baddie chooses poorly, slow down the playback. About three seconds before the old Nazi turns to dust, tell me that doesn't look like a modern day Vince McMahon. <laughs> this could be a, this could be a fun new all elite after show game, Skeleton or Vinnie Mac. Enjoy your nightmares. <laughs> Uh, did he send a picture or are we just, no, Uh-oh. let me see if I can find um, a picture. I saw that movie in the theater when I, I was young and I remember that scene quite well cause it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find a picture. Hold on. Uh, Indiana Jones, Nazi <laughs> <laughs> killed maybe Google image search. Uh, yeah, that might give you the first one too, where they all drink. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. When the floating ghost comes out of the Ark of the Covenant or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm clearly due for a rewatch. Yeah, I think I need to. I think that's what I need to do. I just, I just need to rewatch it and try to, instead of trying to find a photo. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, Google Images is not helping me right now. Darn you, Google. Uh, it does sound like a fun game, though. Vince McMahon or skeleton <laughs> potentially i mean uh, lately it's gonna be a lot of skeletons or sorry lately it could be vince mcmahon yeah my man is not looking good no he's really not no every time you see him he's he's, he's aging exponentially and quickly yeah um which is pretty amazing because he looked yeah i mean god he wrestled cm punk when he was like 66 or 68 or something and yeah. he looked amazing yeah um, and yeah, it's the past eight years or so have been, have seemed to have aged him quite a bit. Chris in Milwaukee is next. He says, good day, gents with Paul white signing for AEW. I think one question has to be asked if the big show shows up on the go big show, then how <laughs> many shows are shown? A very important philosophical question. I'm sure you'll agree. Also, if you were Cody uh, and given the pettiness around the Rhodes name, would you insist on Paul White making a cameo on the Go Big Show? <laughs> even, <laughs> even if it was just him sitting in the front row of the crowd not saying a word. <laughs> I'd laugh. I may be the only one. Chris in Milwaukee. Well, clearly you're not the only one because I just laughed at the uh, suggestion. Yeah. That would be kind of funny, actually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would like that more if they had him on and didn't hype it, didn't promote it, didn't I would mention definitely it by name. Like that more, yeah. And he's just sitting there. <laughs> Plus, he's like seven, seven, four, and five hundred pounds, and uh, yeah, that would I'd be... be down for that. <laughs> and I think the answer to his first question is seventeen. If I did the math right, yes. Uh, well, it sounds about right. I'll take your word for it. Uh, here's a, going back to what we were talking about earlier with the potential signing and and. Uh, how was it? How was it booked again? It was a, a Hall of Fame worthy talent, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So here's one that I would be nervous about. Okay. But let me hold on a second. Let me see if he's actually in jail. 
might be in jail. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, yeah, never mind. This is this isn't happening. I, uh, I, I was going back to our old impact days of, of constantly complaining about the number of chances they were giving Alberto oh. Patron. Uh, but no, he's he's not in jail, but he was arrested last year on sexual assault charges. So I'm going to go with a big no. Uh, yeah. And he was just indicted by a grand jury. So. Nah, yeah, that, w- I, that wouldn't be a good signing, I would say. I would go with no. Uh, in October, he was indicted by a grand jury and formally charged with aggravated kidnapping and sexual assault, which are two felonies. So, yeah, I'm going to go with no. Never mind. When you, Never mind. When you first uh, it's like, said it's old jail. wounds. It's old, like, you know, battle scars of like, oh, no, El Patron. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> we openly mocked uh, Impact for giving him a chance again and again and again and again and him continuing uh, to show that he doesn't deserve it again and again and again and again. It's just like it's almost sad in a way because it's just like a lot of talent, good luck, and you threw everything away. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. We're now on Patreon. By popular demand, you can now support us directly through Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. We have three tiers, including an entry-level tier one that takes the ads and plugs away. You can have the VIP versions of the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast, Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Shows, and the PW Torch Daily Cast. That's 14 podcasts per week, but with the ads and plugs edited out, plus you get the VIP after shows. Don't be left out anymore from those for just $4.99 at patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. We also have a second tier and a third tier where you can upgrade to get other VIP content, including other VIP podcasts and the PW Torch newsletter, the current ones and 20 years ago version. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. Uh, oh, I was gonna. When you said jail, I was thinking you were gonna say Teddy Hart, and I was like, <laughs> "That's who jumped in my mind." Because I think he's in the, he got arrested recently. He did, didn't he? That's right. I do remember yeah. reading that. I do remember reading that. It's too bad. That was a really good like comeback story. Is there uh, any? Are there any other? Are there any other Impact guys that were missing? That could be the signing, like not. Uh, not Samoa Joe. Not Abyss. I'm assuming. Well, maybe uh, an asset. Maybe uh, probably not. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. That's a good. Does that make sense? Is that a clue? At the word asset. Had anybody? Was there ever a manager who referred to the clients as assets? Or I'm trying to. I'm just spitballing. Ass at. Billy Gunn's running the company. <laughs> maybe Bart Gunn. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, uh, man, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna be thinking about this for like four days now, till Sunday. 
I know. The, the good thing is, too, is like whenever uh, Impact TNA would do this over the years, you'd get excited and it was a letdown every single time, pretty much. Yep. Like Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whereas this is like I'm still in a, in a hopeful phase where I'm like, OK, this could be interesting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, OK, next email. Hey, guys, this is from uh, Crago. Crago. Crago Waffles in Lakeland, Florida. Crago Waffles. That's an interesting name. I like it. I hope I'm I, saying I, it's got to be Crago. K-R-A-I-G-O. And then Waffles is the last name? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like the name. I like Crago. I, I, I love waffles. I mean, I like waffles too. So. Actually, well, maybe we'll have some waffles when we're done doing the show. I was just thinking that I got some egos in my. I got egos too. They're in my freezer. They're ready to go. Freezer, yeah. What kind? Of, what kind of you got? Uh, just regular, original, plain ego. Uh, those are good. I, I, I think I did get like a fluffy cinnamon, okay, fancy schmancy kind. Something wrong with that. When I was in high school, I had ego waffles for breakfast every morning in my car. Uh, like you'd heat them up and then I would toast them in the toaster and then put them on a paper plate and take them in the car. I wouldn't put anything syrup or anything on them. I would just like eat them like a sandwich. (laughs) Like just two Eggo waffles put together (laughs) and nothing in between them. Sometimes I have an egg in between them. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. It would be my breakfast sandwich on the way to school. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Mr. Waffles here says, Hey guys, first time, long time, uh, knowing the history between big show and Shaq and the match that never was. Do we get that horrible match here in AEW? And is Big Show going to be involved in some uh, shenanigans in what will undoubtedly be the vomit, be a vomit-inducing match between Cody and Red Velvet versus Shaq and Quack? Shaq and Qu- Quack? Quack. So Jade Velvet is Quack? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, and I had to censor uh, Mr. Waffles, um, unfortunately, because uh, we are we, we do not have the explicit language checkbox uh, checked. Um, <laughs> all right, Waffles. <laughs> uh, email us next week and tell us who Quack is. Um, although he was wrong, we uh, both gave the match a thumbs up. He did. Uh, we did. Sorry. And I did not barf during it. Nope. Maybe instead of quack, he meant quang. So, but then, so Jade is quang? I don't know. Quack? Like, how did he spell it? K- like, U- like a Q- duck. Q-U-A-C-K? Yeah. Quack. Quack. You know what this is going to do? This is going to spark a bunch of emails next week because there's probably a reference that is very obvious yes. that we're missing. And it's going to spark an, a bunch of emails next week and a, a hundred people are going to yell at me on Twitter with, you idiots, this is what he was talking about. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, That's what's going to happen. I'm afraid it's like a TikTok thing or something, you know. Ugh, if it's a TikTok thing, I definitely don't know what it is. Yeah. I Get off the TikTok, people. Yeah, I don't I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Too old. I don't have time for this stuff. I know. Get off my lawn. Get off my talk. (laughs) Roy from California says, hello, all elite crew. Happy March to both of you. Oh, wait. Did we we answer that guy's last question? That, like, something about how much we don't want to see a Cody? Uh, I don't know. I don't think we did. Uh, (laughs) 
Is Big Show going to get involved in some shenanigans? Oh, I think I think he meant during the Cody, the Cody and Shaq match, which he did not. So. The answer to that is no. Yes. <laughs> uh, will we see a Big Show Shaq match? What do you What do you give it? One out of a hundred. I'm in. I'm into percentages. Tonight. One out of a hundred. Will we see a Big Show Shaq match? I'm going to go seventy. Wow. I think I think they do it. I think especially after the after the performance tonight, I think they do it. I, it's all yeah. I guess it just a hundred percent depends on if Shaq had fun or not. <laughs> like, so I, I yeah, yeah, you know, that, so that's a good point. We don't know the answer to that. I think based on how good he looked, AEW would do it. But yeah. I, I think you're right. I think a lot will depend on how much how much fun did Shaq have? Because if Shaq doesn't want to do it, guess what? Shaq don't have to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna go fifty four percent. I'm a little less. Okay, I mean, that's fair. It's very precise, which I like. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I rounded down. It was fifty four point two. Okay, all right, that's okay. I, mean, we, we, I like rounding. Yeah. Uh, so Roy says happy March to both of us. I was wondering your thoughts on the booking of the women's division. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's the end all be all, but I feel like AEW does a piss poor job with the booking and developing of the female talent. They have these tournaments, which you would think are the perfect way to get someone over, but it fails. Most recently, they had Nyla Rose win the U.S. side of the tournament and meet in the finals against the Japan finalist. Nothing against Rose, but I feel like the safe choice. Uh, I f- but if, sorry, nothing against Rose, but it felt like the safe choice. And now, regardless of the outcome, I feel the match between Sheeta and whoever she faces won't have the same intrigue as maybe a Britt Baker or Thunder Rosa. I always say AEW does a lot of things WWE does. They just have the apologists and likability factor uh just some of my thoughts interested in yours thanks and take care uh i mean i don't know that they do a terrible job with the women's division andrew they don't i don't know that i would say it's a great job just because of the fact that the division is so thin and they still need to do a lot of additions there i think to make it feel stronger and make it work uh but you know they they've done a lot of good stuff with Britt baker this year and she's definitely been brought further along than she was at the beginning of the year. And Thunder Rosa was with the NWA a year ago and is now, you know, a big part of, of Dynamite. And they've built up Sheeta. And they, I, I think Riho would have been built up more if it weren't for COVID. And she had, you know, was forced to be off the show for such a long period of time. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like they've done a lot with what they, with what they have. You know, their, their issue is more along the lines of the fact that they just don't have enough women. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, I guess that's the the reason why they're not like doing a great job of booking because they're just only really devoting one segment of show, and they don't really like Carl Sheeta. Like they don't really rely on her to fill up a lot of TV time or anything, and she doesn't really. It's, I, I don't. I'm trying to think of this as like say when like Asuka had the NXT title, like that felt like a big important deal. And she held it for over a year, whereas Hikaru Shida has ha- held the title uh, for over a year. And it just it doesn't seem to be doing much for her. Um, so it, it seems like it's, you know, maybe time to move on. But, um, yeah, they haven't like I, I, I just assume they would like get behind like Britt Baker or somebody at this point And they aren't doing that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really overly excited about the upcoming match. Um, Because as we were saying before, we don't really know much about one of the participants. Um, And yeah, Nyla Rose, she probably would have been like my fourth choice on the U.S. side for winning. So, yeah, the the tournament was unfortunately, I think, a bit bit of a bummer. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the bracket, at least on the U.S. side, because I I know a lot more about the the women on the U.S. side than I do on the 
on the on the Japan side. I would have had the matchups different, so that different people could have gone further in the tournament. Like, I would have liked to see Serena Deeb go further. Uh, mm-hmm. She lost to Riho in the first round, so you know, I I, I don't know. I, I it's I guess it's hard though. You look at the semifinals or the quarterfinals of the tournament, the semifinals of the U.S. bracket, and it's like if Serena Deeb does, does go through, who gets? left out. Thunder Rosa, Riho, Nyla Rose, and Britt Baker were the four that were the semifinalists in the U.S. bracket. So, I mean, I guess you don't want Nyla Rose losing in the first round, but, you know, maybe maybe, maybe Serena Deeb goes further than Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker costs Thunder Rosa her match, and that's, you, you build up something there. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think they could have done something different there, though. Hmm. I mean, also, yeah. another thing they could have done is they could have put, they could have put Riho in the Japanese bracket. They could have, yeah. I, I just feel like Riho would have made the the better choice because I mean she's a former champion. She's back after all this time off. She was over when she was here. Seems like a fresh matchup with Hikaru Shida. Um, unless I'm blanking, did they? I mean, did they wrestle ever in AEW? Shida and Riho. Yeah, I believe they have. Okay. Yes. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, at All Out on August 31st, 2019, Riho defeated Hikaru Shida to face Nyla Rose. Uh, yeah, she so she beat Shida to face Nyla Rose in the first women's championship match. Oh, then that, that's like a natural story. Like, I already beat you once, and you've been undefeated. Like, I can beat you again, and I was the champion. Yep. yep. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot more. I like my idea more than Tony Khan's. <laughs> uh, you know who was not in the tournament, which I thought was a little weird? Um, two two women that have almost completely disappeared from the show in recent weeks. Abaddon. Over the last few months. Uh, no, actually, but she's another <laughs> one. Uh, Big Swole. Oh, yeah. Nowhere to be found. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I want to put out... Um, oh, actually, no. She, uh, never mind. She was hurt. Never mind. Not Big Swole. I was going to say Chris Statlander, but I forgot. I think she's hurt. Yeah, I think she's going to be out for a few more months. It was something yeah, pretty... She tore ACL. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like Chris Statlander completely disappeared. But then as I was saying it, I, I was like, I think she actually got hurt. And she did. Um, Big Swole, I don't think, got hurt. Um, No, I didn't, not that I know of. So that is an interesting one because they got... they got. Uh, I mean, she's received a, a fair amount of TV time in the past year. Yep. Um, she, yeah, she defeated Britt Baker... At all out in September uh-huh. has not been seen since. Yeah, really. Uh, well, I mean, out. hasn't done anything on on uh, according to Wikipedia. Let's see. Hold on. Oh, okay. Let's see if she's done any television since then. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I I've seen her. Uh, no, no, she's done some stuff. So at at all out, this is weird. This is really weird. So at all out, she beat Britt Baker. Hmm. Then on September 25th, she was on Dark. On October 7th, she beat Serena Deeb. She lost... Oh, that's right. She had a, a world title match against Sheeta on in the middle of October, on October 14th of the anniversary show. Uh, she lost there, and then she's been on Dark ever since. Huh. So she she's only had one appearance on Dynamite since October 14th, and it was a tag team match. Uh, Big Swole and Serena Deeb defeated Diamante and Ivelisse. On December sixteenth, two thousand twenty, uh, that was on uh, on Dynamite. But other than that, that's her only Dynamite appearance since October fourteenth. So that's like five months, almost five months. That's really weird. Because yeah, I, I mean, I, she's like one of the top five most heavily pushed women 
uh, in the division since the company started. Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of just completely vanished. He is I, and I am him, and I'm Matt Taven, the real Ring of Honor world champion. And you know how I show everyone that I get it? By tuning in to the podcast of Honor with Tyler and my personal main man, Ryan. This is Ryan. And I'm Tyler. And we are the hosts of the wildly popular PW Torch VIP show, Podcast of Honor. Our show covers everything Ring of Honor wrestling, from analysis, show recaps, and wide-ranging interviews with the stars of Ring of Honor. Download the Podcast of Honor each week and support the best podcast on the PW Torch VIP network. Uh, okay. Uh, another email. JB from Detroit. He says, all right, guys, I just want to clarify the red velvet and stirring it up debate that has been dominating the show the last couple of weeks. Yes. Oh, good. While I've never seen the stirring it up hand gesture done alone, I have seen it used in pro sport celebrations, particularly in the National Football League after a sack. Stirring it up usually is the preface to the feed the beast celebration after a sack in the NFL. Uh, it's been a common celebration of former Detroit Lions defensive tackle Sean Rogers. Okay. I, I, I do believe I've seen it. You know, now that he mentions it, I've definitely seen it as, as part of a uh, larger celebration, but never on its own. I think JB's right there. So, like, multiple people would do it? They no, would you, it, it? No, you would, stir, you would stir it up before you do, like, the, the feed the beast celebration where it's like, you're argh, you know, big after a sack, you know, I'm a beast, I'm, I'm eating. So, you, so you, you, you stir it up and then eat it? Yes. You stir it up in preparation to, to feed. So stir, okay, so you stir and then eat, and she just stirs. And she just stirs, whatever eats. Okay. Um, I still don't get it, but that for whatever that's worth. So I'm still gonna say it's the worst. Uh, what do you call his hand signal in wrestling? I, I don't disagree. Uh, he says also, what was your over under expectations for bells and whistles in the Cody Red Velvet for a Shaq Jade match? I think it actually maxed. I think it matched my expectations going in. This was sent by the way at eight forty five tonight, so in the middle of the show. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, the bells and actually, I would say it was over as far as the bells and whistles go because I did not expect Shaq to be taking a bump through two tables off the side of the ring. Um. Yeah, there was definitely a few. Um. The the oddest one was just Austin Gunn hitting Shaq with a chair for absolutely no reason. Maybe um, Austin Gunn stole Shaq out of the ambulance. Have we considered that? That might – well, I was going to say that might make sense. But, yeah, I don't know if I want to see an Austin Gunn-Shaq feud. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Heck, I do want to see an Austin Gunn-Shaq feud just for how weird that would be. Mr. Junior Ass. Is that what we could Mr. call him? J J A Junior Ass <laughs> Ass Junior <laughs> Ass Ass Junior and Junior Ass. Uh, finally, <laughs> is there any chance that AEW goes the Bellator <laughs> goes the Bellator route? And we get a Tully Orange Street fight at some point in the future. <laughs> I think he's taking a poke at the fact that Bellator often puts old people in the cage. Oh. Uh, like uh, what did they did? They had Ken Shamrock fighting. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, there was a I think it was the Ken I think it was Ken Shamrock Kimbo Slice Shamrock fought oh, somebody no that was in Bellator yes and Shamrock also fought Hoist Gracie again in Bellator when they were both like 55 uh, Bellator has gone some like 
to the point where you're just like, geez, I, I feel bad for the guys being in the cage because it's like you just – do you need the money that bad? Ugh. Yeah. Um, and it just feels slimy. It feels like Bellator just like trying to just drip every last ounce of money out of these guys. It's, it's kind of bad. Um, but JB does bring up a point. He says, in all, in all seriousness, I think it would make sense for a pro wrestling company to create a legends division similar to what other MMA organizations have proposed in the past. Love the show and go VIP. Andrew, what do you think of a legends, a legends division where legends come back and – fight other legends I, I don't know that it would work in in pro wrestling yeah um i don't mind the occasional like if if two older guys want to have one last go at it i think that's fine but to like yeah base it off a division and you would do matches like every <laughs> week or so where it's like bob holly versus bart gun <laughs> yeah well uh, <laughs> I think the thing that would hurt it too is is usually when those legends come back, um, they're put in a situation where they're with somebody who can kind of help carry the the action. Yeah, um, and I think putting you know yep. putting two older guys in the ring together probably sets yourself up to have a pretty bad match. Yeah, like I would rather see Sting mix it up with Ricky Starks than like uh, wrestle Kevin <laughs> Kevin Nash next week. Um, I just don't think I I don't know. I think it would be you need somebody to create that movement, yeah. And and otherwise, it's just going to be two guys like brawl, <laughs> brawling with nobody actually taking a bump. But I guess it depends how good of shape they are in. And um, Arn Anderson versus Tully in a street fight, I'm going to say two percent <laughs> could happen. Uh, speaking of legends, this is actually just happening now uh, as we we're recording this. Uh, This is a tweet sent out by All Elite Wrestling. AEW and the wrestling world mourn the passing of legendary Mid-Atlantic Wrestling and NWA promoter Jim Crockett Jr. Our thoughts are with his family, his friends, and his fans. I knew he wasn't doing well. There were reports have been out there that he had not been doing well for uh, about the last week or so, but apparently Jim Crockett Jr. has passed away. Oh, I hadn't heard that. That's too bad. Yeah, I knew he was sick. He had been sick. I think I had read it was last week or the week before. No, Mm -hmm. it was last week. I think it was last week. Uh, that that he wasn't doing too well, and AEW just sent that tweet out a few minutes ago. Damn, well, bummer. But um, nice, nice of them to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's not one that uh, you know. They obviously they don't have to do it. They had no history with the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if WWE has sent out anything yet. Not sure. that I'm trying to be, you know, not that I'm trying to compare, but right. Um, I don't see anything oh, yeah. wow. yet. 1944. But that doesn't mean that they won't, you know. Just because they haven't yet doesn't mean that they won't. So I'm Didn't sure w- just, like, do WWE it? will acknowledge it for sure. Yeah. Didn't he just do his first interview in like a long time, a year or so ago? Yeah, maybe it was. You know what? I think he did. Didn't he do something with Conrad? Am I imagining that? that that's like, I wanted to say it was like a StarCast type thing. I think but, you're right. I think he did. Huh. I think he yeah. did. Um, Jim Crockett, yeah. Yep, here it is. Uh, here it is. Yeah, uh, Conrad Thompson launched his second episode of his landmark series, Conversations with Conrad, as part of the Ad Free Show's platform on his Patreon. And the newest episode is part of a conversation with the former president of Jim Crockett Promotions, Jim Crockett Jr. Interesting. 
Yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, definitely a major figure that just kind of uh, well, this, didn't hear a lot about him. This story says it, that was on February 4th. So that was like last month. Really? That's crazy. There's no way that was last month, was it? Maybe it was. Hmm. But, you know, he was, Jim Crockett was also part of a star cast, too, in 2019. Yes. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yep. So. Uh no, no, this is right. Uh, SlamWrestling.net has a story up about Jim Crockett's passing and says, uh, where did it go? I just lost it. Based out of Dallas, Texas, uh, Crockett was a realtor and really made any, rarely made any wrestling-related appearances. Conrad Thompson had Crockett as a guest in February of 2021. Yeah. Wow. So that was yeah less than a month ago. Well, that's a shame that he kind of started getting out there again and talking about wrestling and now he's passed. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know that was the last of our emails. Let's let's very quickly because we're approaching the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Let's very quickly look at AEW Revolution. It's coming up on Sunday. We'll go through it quickly. We'll make some picks. We'll make some predictions uh, sure. on the nine match card if you include the pre-show. Uh, so, including the pre-show, it's a tag team match: Riho and Thunder Rosa against Britt Baker and Rebel. What do you think happens here? Uh, Riho and Thunder Rosa, ninety-five percent. Yes. <laughs> baby faces get the wins on the pre-show, baby. Let's go. And Rebel's not ever. I don't. I don't think she's ever going to pick up a win. I don't think so either. Uh, the the tag team match on the main show: Miro and Kip Sabian against the best friends Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Oh man, that's on the main show. It's on the main show. Uh, I think I because it's not the real best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I think Miro and Kip Sabian get the win here. I I do too. I think that probably give Miro some more heat because they haven't done a lot with them. Um, and yeah, it's not the real best friend. So I guess keep this dumb feud going longer. All right, I'm going to read off all the teams here that are in the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal uh, to earn a shot at the World Tag Team Championships. Uh, Bear Country, the Dark Order, the Dark Order, again, uh, a different team, uh, Santana and Ortiz, the Butcher and the Blade, Private Party, Top Flight, Death Triangle, Varsity Blondes, Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel, SCU, the Natural Nightmares, Chaos Project, and a team that is yet to be determined who do you like in this tag team battle royal to win a shot at the world tag team titles? Um, I think it's got to be Death Triangle, right? I think it's got to be Death Triangle, too. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they went with Santana and Ortiz because they did kind of give them a little bit of spice on this episode tonight, too. Yeah. Which made me feel like they were getting ready to do something with them. Um, I, it's one of those two. It's either Death Triangle or, or Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. I I can't even know. It's not going to be Bear, bear Country. Um, yeah, Death Triangle, I, I, yeah, they're, they're my definite number, number one pick. Adam Page against Matt Hardy in a big money match. The winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. Uh, this feels like it's a heel thing. I, I As much as I hate to say it because I don't think it should happen, <laughs> I think Adam Page is a guy that you should be protecting. Uh, uh-huh. I think I do think Matt Hardy probably gets the win here somehow with some type of shenanigans involved. How stupid is it, by the way, that it's like a quarter of, of their earnings? Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, and we nobody... are technically almost at the end of the first quarter of the year, I guess. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's very strange. Um, I'm going to go Hangman Page and then Hardy. I hope you're right. Yeah, and then Hardy seems to be getting the best 
Uh, the few, well, I might see. I'm already blanking on what happened tonight. <laughs> I'm going to still go with Hangman Page because he'll look like a gigantic idiot if he loses. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay, then let's go looking at the oh, the face of Revolution ladder match for a future shot at the AEW TNT Championship. Cody Rhodes uh, against Scorpio Sky, against Penta, against Lance Archer, against Max Caster, and against someone that is yet to be determined. I. Obviously, we know that the the TNT title is not going to change hands. You know, Darby Allen is in a different match, so it's not going to change hands. He's going to be the champion. So I guess the question here then becomes, who is the next logical challenger for Darby? I don't know. I My gut, and it's just a hunch, I'm going to go with Lance Archer. Ooh. I'm going to go heel Scorpio Sky. <laughs> You said so that was yeah. With that being a heel turn, <laughs> that yeah. What do you, he'll like officially do a, a heel turn, low blow Cody or something, and and capture the belt. Uh, Hikaru Shida defends the AEW Women's Championship against Rio Mizunami. I think Shida retains here, uh, just because I don't. My guess is that Mizunami is not going to be in the company for very long. So my assumption here is that Shida retains. What do you think? Uh, I'm definitely with you. Yeah, I would say it's. Uh, very, very likely that Cheetah takes it. Searching for more great pro wrestling talk? Then join me, Jason Powell, host of the free weekly Pro Wrestling Boom podcast. Each week, you'll hear the latest news and analysis from me and my team at ProWrestling.net along with other pro wrestling media members. Plus, the Pro Wrestling Boom podcast features long-form interviews with notable names in the pro wrestling industry. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, and all your favorite secondary apps, or visit us directly at pwboom.com. Once again, that's pwboom.com. What are your thoughts on the Young Bucks against Chris Jericho and MGF for the Tag Team Championship? That's an interesting one. Um... Hmm. Uh, gosh, I, 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 I think, think the this Bucks is actually... have to win. You think so? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess they they got to get revenge. I mean, they they made his dad. Ble- they made their dad bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's bleeding like a stuck pig. Like this. Yeah. I feel like the Bucks have to win. Yeah. But is there so? Even though I feel like the Bucks have to win, is there a logical story they could tell where Jericho and MJF still win, but the Bucks don't look like? Two total idiots. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's just tough because, like, Jericho just like gets so much TV time. Uh, so I could see them, you know, like going with the championship thing for a while, and that leads to their big breakup somehow. Or it, it just like all depends on like when they want to break up the inner circle and how. Yeah. Like. And Jericho also teased tonight about going back into the world title picture, too. Kind yeah, of, that's true. Kind of. He yeah. talked about how it's been a year since he's had a title and it was the world title. So he didn't come out and say, you know, I'm going after the world title. But he, he did kind of, I don't know, he implied it a little bit. Maybe like, I guess, Sammy Guevara cost them the match or something. So, yeah, I, yeah I'm going to go with the Bucks. Um, what are what if we not? Oh, Team Taz against Darby Allen and Sting in a street fight. The baby faces have to win this match, right? Yes. <laughs> I would assume so, but come on. Yeah, I don't think you'd bring in Sting. And powerbomb uh, him. Powerbomb him and have him lose his first match in six years. Who beats who? 
Sting taps out, or Sting beats, um, I almost said Ricky Schroeder, Ricky Starks. <laughs> uh, then in the main event, an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Championship, Kenny Omega against John Moxley. I think we're both in agreement here, so Moxley, uh, excuse me, Omega retains. Yeah. I, Moxley I'm goes away con- for a little bit. Pretty confident about that one, yeah. Yeah, I, I just think with Moxley having the things going on in his life that he is going on, he's probably going away for a little bit after this one. Yeah. Taking a little bit I'm, of a break. Uh, agreed, yes. I think that'll be the point. And we'll yeah. see if anybody explodes. Hopefully they both survive. I'm hoping explosions. so. Explosions. I'm hoping so. We don't want any deaths. We don't want any live, you know, yeah. like video game explosions where the head flies off and the arms fly off and any indiana jones we don't want anybody to explode like an indiana jones and just turn to dust we don't want that to happen <laughs> i just had a weird like i was trying to like piece this all together and like how this match could play out and I'm, it, it made me try to figure out what are they doing with the good brothers because they aligned themselves with kenny omega and then they were doing the babyface thing tonight helping out the bucks uh is it just to like so they can turn on the bucks <laughs> I don't know. Or they'll help out Kenny. I don't know. That's it's such a mess. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, it, it was hurting. <laughs> it was hurting my head trying to think it through. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, Andrew. Before we we get to our plugs, I this may be our best uh, John Cena inspirational tweet of the week in wow. history, in the history that we've done all like you know eight weeks. Wow. This might be the best one. You ready for it? I, I am just, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm already speechless. Okay. I haven't heard it. This was from 12 hours ago. It happened today. And John Cena, his inspirational tweet of the week is, invest in what you invest in. <laughs> uh, That's it. What, 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 what's the rest? That's it. Invest in what Invest in what you invest in? Yeah. Invest in what you invest in. Yes. Invest in. The responses to this are awesome, by the way. What are they saying? <laughs> what the F do you even mean? Yep. <laughs> are yep. you telling me to invest my life savings? Great one, John, <laughs> with like the rolling eyes face. What the WTF does this even mean? <laughs> My man's trying to be woke. <laughs> I could imagine, like, if you were smoking weed, you would be like, that's really clever. But I don't think John <laughs> Cena smokes weed. This is my favorite one. I wish I couldn't see this tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not that funny. I don't know why I think it is. <laughs> I had to think uh, about it for a second. Then it's like, oh, yeah, it's catchphrase. Don't invest in what you don't invest in. That's to equally equally make logical. Wow, John, real inspirational. <laughs> I wonder if he reads that. Eh, he probably just thinks they're all haters or something. Uh, <laughs> this, is so, this is good. What kind of advice is this? <laughs> <laughs> People are just crapping on him. Wow, John, you are so wise. 
John, you are John, you are poop. Oh, <laughs> uh, poop's a funny word. Yes. Oh uh, man. <laughs> okay, that's uh, I'm gonna I gotta stop scrolling. There's like two thousand responses. I have to stop wow. scrolling through this. Okay, Andrew, is there anything else we should talk about before we leave? Before we go uh, on our Eggo waffles. No, I don't. Well, yeah, we should probably get waffling. Oh, I can't wait. I might have like three. Oh, I'm gonna. You know what? I am gonna have Eggos because I have. I want to try my new syrup. I <gasps> new syrup. So I got this video the other day. My dad sends me this video, and he goes, "I'm at you know his, he's at his friend's house who lives like 20 minutes north of here, kind of in the middle of the woods." And apparently he he built this guy's like a MacGyver type of guy. Like he he can do everything, he can fix anything, he builds things and like he's got like three cars on his property that he's always rebuilding and doing things to. He he's mm-hmm. just he's like a MacGyver type. He just does yeah. everything. Uh he this guy makes his own syrup. Uh from a tree? Yeah. <laughs> So like my dad told me the story, he had he had gotten he had tapped a tree somewhere, like in New Hampshire or Vermont or something, and got yeah. it got a thousand gallons of of uh sap out of this this tree, or I think it was multiple trees. But a thousand gallons. Thousand and, gallons? Yeah. Uh and I guess twenty-five gallons of sap makes one gallon of syrup. Holy crap. So because you got to boil it and stuff like that. So he's t- he's explaining it to me. And a- anyway, my dad went up and watched him the other night. Sent me a video <laughs> of like him making syrup. You got to boil it. I don't know what, what he was showing me the video. And it's just like this guy's constantly throwing. You put a log in a fire, like in a fireplace. It probably lasts like you know half an hour or whatever, maybe an hour, 45 minutes. This guy was like throwing logs in every two, three minutes into this fire that was below this machine to boil the sap and make the syrup or whatever. Um, but I have a bottle of this syrup upstairs and it's what I'm going to try on my waffles because apparently this is like homemade syrup. And according to my dad, it is fantastic. Uh, and I'm going to try it. I'm actually, I'm very excited about this now. Wow. I'm excited for you. Oh, I can't believe I forgot about, I was talking about waffles earlier and I completely forgot I had my, my new syrup to try. And I have like $2.00. 50% less sugar stuff in my fridge. That's what I usually get. I'm sure this is like a, a homemade syrup. It's probably extra sugar. I'm probably going to eat this thing and, and, you know, not go to sleep when we're done. <laughs> You're bouncing off the walls. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with me? Who's <laughs> <laughs> the sugar. <laughs> uh, we, we have low sugar everything in our house. My, my wife is not a big sugar fan, so. Oh, it's it's my favorite thing in the world. I just eat it too much, so I, know. I, I, I I have to get like half stuff. They put they put it they put sugar in everything. That's why everything tastes so good. No sugar, sugar, sugar. It's what makes everything Love taste it. great. But it's not real good for you. Apparently, it's not good for you, everyone. That's a yeah. I'm not really a sweets guy. Like that's always oh. kind of helped me. I wish I wasn't. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm 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 definitely not a healthy eater. <laughs> Are you, you your salt? Yeah, I'm a salt guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm not much, fried I, food, oh. fry, fry, fry anything, and I'll eat it. I don't care what it is. You could fry your shoe, and I'll try it. <laughs> Interesting. Fry, fry anything. I'll try it. If it's fried, I'll eat it. Yeah, I don't know what I, it 
The cri- I'm sugar. All, I'm sugar all the way. I like the crispiness. I like my food really, really crispy. So like deep fried anything, I'm in. Really? I'm in. Need an extra dose of positivity in your wrestling podcasts? Well, come join me, Alan Forel, over in the Pro Rest Paradise at Peter Torch VIP as we bask on the bright side of wrestling and focus on some of the great matches and shows from around the world, be it the US, Japan, Europe, or Mexico. There's always a place for wrestling's past in the Paradise too, and we've done fun historical shows such as the We Love Liger series, celebrating the glorious career of Jushin Thunder Liger, and our I Was There When shows, where our guests will join me to talk about a classic bout that they were in attendance for. We love variety, and you can expect lots of it at the Pro Rest Paradise. Detailed PWF Torch VIP subscription information and a list of all the VIP benefits is available at pwtorchvipinfo.com. And yes, all VIP podcasts are compatible with popular podcast apps on iPhone and Android devices. Or you can stream them directly from our ad-free VIP mobile site. See you in the paradise. It used to freak my mama when I was a kid. I used to burn everything because <laughs> like, I, I liked it like really really crisp so like you get like the purdue chicken nuggets in the store like when i was a kid and i'd uh-huh. you know she'd cook it to this to the this the specifications of the package it would be like you know do over 300 degrees for 15 minutes and they would come out they'd be nice and gold and i wouldn't touch them i'm like no it's not cooked enough so i'd make her put them in like instead of 350 in 10 minutes i'd be like put them in at 475 for 15 minutes <laughs> they come out they're almost black they're like dark brown i go that's what i want and I'm still like that. I like my, my food cooked like really, really well. Huh. People think it's weird. Sounds a little weird. I like my steaks well done too. Really? Yeah. No. I, every time, and it's never enough. Like I go to a restaurant and I'm like, you cannot burn this. <laughs> like that's what, I, that's what usually I'm telling the waiter like, well done. Yeah. I will not send it back. It cannot be burnt. Like I like that that charred outside i mean maybe it's not well done it's not the, the right term because you know what if you give me like a nice medium well steak but with like a really charred outside but juicier on the inside i, I would eat that that's fantastic that's like the dream a little bit a little bit of both there yeah um yeah isn't that isn't well done doesn't that doesn't that like anger cooks i think it does yeah <laughs> which is which is why I can't usually get it that way. Yeah, uh, it's like they refuse to do it. <laughs> okay, I thought I thought that's what it was. I, I always just go medium, but I thought I remember hearing that that that's a, that's a no no. That yeah. that anchors them. Well, like it dries it out, right? And, and that's what I'm not a huge fan of it being too dried out. I like the charred outside though. Uh-huh. Like I know my my uncle makes an awesome. Uh, he gets every once in a while he'll go and get like filet mignons at a butcher shop and he'll be like oh come over and, and they're, they're the best because he'll put i don't know exactly how he does it he explained it to me once but like he grills them really really on like super high for like mm-hmm. the first minute or two to really really char the outside and then he turns the temperature all the way down low Jeez. <laughs> and like slow cooks them so when you're done you get like a nice medium steak in the middle but super charred on the outside and it's like oh it's the best it's the best I have yet to experience something like that. I can't wait till I can actually, you know, we can go to people's houses and, and we can do that. Till the world returns. 
It's going to be soon. We're getting closer. It's going to be soon. My wife can get out. She's a teacher. She can get her vaccine shortly. Shortly. I believe. Like in a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. So. Yeah, I'm, uh, we're, we're probably, I mean, I'm assuming we're a few months away. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I think I am too. Um, but she's very excited as she should be. Yeah. So I, yeah. A few more months. We'll make it. I'm very excited too. I've never been so excited to get a shot in my life. Same. Same. It means yeah. I can go back to doing things and not wearing a face mask everywhere. Andrew, it's save. I wear it, and I don't yes. complain about it because it's yes. saving lives for sure. Yes, I hate it. <laughs> it's not fun. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. I've, I'm not complaining about having to wear one. I, I, do, I know why we do them, and I have no issue wearing one. I, I never not wear one. I always have one on. But, man, I can't wait until I can go out and not have to wear one of those things ever again. I, I like I, I am just like so I, I got so much respect for even just like people who work at like Target or anywhere that oh, they have to wear that like oh, eight hours a day. Sure. Like 100 percent. Like um, hats off. Like that was, that's so uncomfortable. But you know what, though? I do have to say if anybody if anybody had any. uh any thought about whether or not they, they worked? I don't know about you, but I haven't been sick once this entire winter. <laughs> uh, no, I have not. And, I, and I'm and knock on wood. Uh, yeah. I'm usually good for like a, a, a really bad one, like at some point where I'm losing my voice and I'm just yep. coughing uncontrollably. Like one a year, one bad one a year. <laughs> I haven't been sick once this entire winter. <laughs> like yeah, not even that, yeah. not even a sniffle. <laughs> Um, I haven't either. And I know there's been times we've done the show where like one of us could not talk that well. Yeah. The winter, yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, it's so. been lucky and potentially need some mask help. Yeah. I mean, it's like, Hey, I guess, I guess staying away from people and wearing masks when you're around people does actually, <laughs> okay, just, yeah. I haven't been sick. I haven't been sick. Same. Yeah. My, my, uh, my dad said something to me the other day. He was like, you know, I saw something too. That they said like flu cases are way down. And, and of course, depending on the news, depending on what news station you watch, he was like, your flu cases are down. So how many people have the flu and it's being misdiagnosed as COVID? And I stopped him and I went, how many people have the flu? How many people are just not getting the flu because we're not leaving our house. We're social distancing and wearing masks everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, it's an excellent point. <laughs> that's true yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be way down like so uh, yeah he, he had shown me something it was like it was way way down uh and you know what it was it was the not that i feel bad for pharmaceutical companies but it was uh, uh something that was out from like the, the people that make tamiflu were saying it mm-hmm. that they made you know all these, these they had made a regular winter's order or production run of the tamiflu medication and it's like there's there's giant amount of stock everywhere because they haven't needed it as much because again everybody's wearing masks and not really going near each other so not as many people are getting the flu yeah it seems like pretty much everyone i know that has gotten sick for uh more than like a day or two has been covid over the past like six months yeah yeah it's crazy Um, we've been we've been locked down twice in my house so yeah but luckily uh 
my kids have not tested positive ever. Well, that's good. My wife had it about a month ago, a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. We're pretty sure, as we've discussed, that I probably had it like a year ago. <laughs> you you might have been patient one in the United States. I know. I know. I might. <laughs> I may have been ground zero. <laughs> may have been, yeah, the ground zero. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> oh, that would have been, uh, not that I would want to be. I mean, I'm loud, but, you know, I could be famous, Andrew. I mean, who knows? Can you imagine the amount of listenership we'd get on this show if it was like, tune in to Patient Zero. Can you imagine the, the hate mail we'd receive? <laughs> I know. I mean, we get enough of that as it is sometimes. <laughs> it would be like nothing wrestling related. <laughs> you caused all this. You did it. And and by the way, not to crap on one particular state, but where did I go right before I got sick that everyone thinks I got COVID? Florida. Florida. (laughs) So I could probably never go back to Florida again. Knock it off, Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. My doctor laughed at me when I, like, after this all was done, like a month later when he actually gave me the, uh, the, the, or several months later, when he gave me the antibody test, he goes, you were in you were in Florida, but he goes, it wasn't just Florida, you were in Disney. I go, yeah. yeah. And he just laughed. He's like, that's like a Petri dish of disease. <laughs> and he, and I kind of chuckled. He's like, think about it. He's like, you're touching railings, you're getting in and out of rides, you know, pulling the, the harnesses over your head and whatever. He's like, up until like COVID, none of that stuff was being disinfected daily, let alone hourly. Yeah. He goes, you're just touching everything. And then we were there in in January, uh, late January of last year. So it was like, it was cold enough that if you had a cold and you're coughing and you're covering your mouth or whatever, he's like, of course you got sick. He's like, (laughs) he's like, you probably, he's like, the whole thing is probably just crawling with like back the diseases and viruses and everything. It's like, I was like, yeah, well, (laughs) guess you're right. Can you stop laughing at my misfortune now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad when a doctor does that. Yeah, I get I get the type of doctor though where it's like he's always constantly joking around. My doctor is overweight, and anytime I go to the doctor, he always is like, "Yeah, hey, you know what? You could you know could stand to lose maybe five or ten pounds, but you know, fat guy's telling you to do it, so I get how weird it looks." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, well, okay, thanks. Can we just get this yeah. over with, please, so I can go home?" Yeah, stop making yeah. fun of me. Yeah, stop making fun of me and yourself. <laughs> Just do your job. Just, yeah, tell me I'm okay and then let me leave. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I got, Andrew. <laughs> uh, yeah. that I think that's all I got. I think it's uh, we're uh, closely getting to waffle time. Yes, waffle time. I'm definitely going to. Speaking of needing to lose 10 pounds, I'm going to have some waffles with syrup. Yes. Uh, where can people find you? Um, if you want to check me out on another podcast, I do a horror comedy one. Uh, brand new episode every month. That is the Unexpected Podcast. Um, yeah, brand new episodes, 20 to 30 minutes. And it's just a lot of fun. Check it out, the Unexpected Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Torch McMahon. You can email the show at allelitaftershow at gmail.com. So thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for downloading and doing all that. Thanks for emailing for the people that emailed this week. Uh, Andrew and I will talk to you next week after Dynamite, after Revolution, after everything. It'll be a whole new world, Andrew, when we talk next. We will know who the big signing is. We will know uh, what the exploding barbed wire match of death is all about. Uh, we'll, We'll know everything the next time we speak. So until then, for Andrew Sochek, I'm Mike McMahon. We'll talk to you. When we talk to you. (laughs) 
Have you subscribed to the PW Torch Daily Cast yet? It's a free daily podcast with shows throughout the week dedicated to Ring of Honor, All Elite Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, NXT, and MMA Talk for Pro Wrestling fans. That's Monday through Friday. And on Saturdays, check out the Deep Dive with Rich Fan, where he examines a single topic in depth. And then Sunday nights, it's Wrestling Night in America with Greg Parks. You can listen live or download the show later at pwtorchdailycast.com. Just click on the live stream link. He takes your calls talking about wrestling's biggest events, either ones that just took place or previewing shows that are right around the corner. And on Sundays when WWE runs pay-per-views, he's live right after the pay-per-view at pwtorchdailycast.com, reviewing the show and taking your calls. That's the PW Torch Daily Cast lineup. Just search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your wrestling podcasts or visit our homepage to download or stream the shows or find out more information, pwtorchdailycast.com. A lot of us during the pandemic have spent more time at home and we've looked around wondering what is all this stuff for that I'm surrounded by. I, I, I like to declutter, I acquire things and I try to get rid of things, making sure I'm surrounded by things that matter to me. I am a work in progress when it comes to that. And a book that I'm currently listening to on Audible, the sponsor of this program, is called Goodbye Things. And it's a book about how to let go of things that you are surrounded by and ideas you have, what makes you happy in a materialistic sense, how to let go of them. It gives you a strategy and kind of taps into why we keep some of the things that we keep that maybe we have no use for anymore and why we keep acquiring new things that don't bring lasting happiness. So that's what I'm listening to this week. And that book is part of the new Audible Plus plan. With Audible Plus, you get full access to their Plus catalog, which is filled with thousands and thousands of selected originals, audiobooks, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of popular shows, as well as exclusive series. Audible Plus connects you with tons of content that entertains, inspires, and informs you. It can make your life better. It can help you pass the time. It can help you feel less lonely if you're feeling lonely, less frustrated if you're feeling frustrated, and more inspired if you're looking for inspiration. It's easy to find just the right listen, whether it's comedy, romance, suspense, true crime, science fiction, fitness, wellness, and even pro wrestling. If you have a full Audible membership, not only do you get access to thousands of titles instantly, but you get a credit each month for a new release or a particular book in their library that you want to listen to. And that includes a lot of pro wrestling books, including Life is Short, So Am I, the book by the wrestler known as Hornswoggle in WWE. Eggshells, Pro Wrestling in the Tokyo Dome. That just came out a couple years ago. It's a chance for you to do a deep dive into the history of pro wrestling at the Tokyo Dome by Chris Charlton. You can also download and listen to the Young Bucks' new autobiography. You can try Audible Plus or Audible Premium Plus for free for 30 days. 
After 30 days, Audible Plus is just $7.95 a month, or get a new release title each month in addition to that, and pay just $14.95 a month. Try either plan for free for 30 days by going to audible.com slash wade. That's audible.com slash wade, or text wade to 500-500. That's audible.com slash wade, or text wade to 500-500. One of the really cool parts of being a VIP member is getting to relive history through the pages of the Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter back issues. We have Pro Wrestling Torch newsletters dating back to the late 1980s. We put a new back issue up from 20 years ago that week. And so when you go VIP, you instantly have access to over 1,500 back issues and a new PDF, along with an all-text version, if it's easier for you to read that on your phone, uh, goes up every weekend. And the latest issues include a cover story from the June 10th, 2000 issue on Goldberg's return to WCW and whether he's a solution to what was ailing WCW at the time. Also, my column titled Vince Russo is from Outer Space and Bruce Mitchell's column, still timely today, unfortunately, of Racist Gimmicks and Poverty Pimps was the title. That's issue number 606. The week before that, issue number 605 from June 3rd features a cover story that talks about how there could be a shakeup in the wrestling industry with WCW for sale, and ECW having an uncertain future. And also a Bruce Mitchell column spoofing Vince Russo titled, How I Became World Champion. If we go back another week to the May 27th, 2000 issue, it had detailed coverage of the Judgment Day 2000 pay-per-view, including my review and staff roundtable reviews of the Rock Triple H 60-minute Iron Man match, and also the final installment of the Lance Storm Torch Talk with his thoughts on various ECW colleagues. The week before that, the May 20th, 2000 issue, issue number 603, features a cover story on Ric Flair's collapse in the ring during Nitro, part three of the Landstorm Torch Talk, with his explanation for why he decided to quit ECW, our coverage of ECW Hardcore Heaven, the pay-per-view, and more. And then the week before that, the May 13th issue, features a cover story on the changing TV landscape in pro wrestling, with the WBF moving from USA to TNN, and a potential shift of ECW, Also a cover sidebar story on the death of an ECW fan after a hotel party and WCW slamboree coverage. And the week before that, our coverage from the May 6th issue, number 601, of David Arquette winning the WCW title. My EndNotes editorial examining Vince Russo's controversial decision and flippant comments about title belts. Our coverage of WWE Backlash 2000 and more. I could keep going on, but that gives you an idea of what you're missing out on by not being a BIP member. Imagine settling in on the weekend and uh, kicking back and reading wrestling history, not through the lens of WWE filtering it to their benefit, not through people looking back on it through today's lens, but what was said at the time, the week it happened, by some of the voices that you are familiar with here on the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast and PW Torch Daily Casts. So go VIP and relive professional wrestling through the way the torch covered it in real time with contemporaneous coverage of pro wrestling's biggest events, biggest news stories, biggest personalities. I think you'll have a blast. It alone is worth the membership price for so many of our members. Check out details on everything else that comes with the VIP membership, including daily podcasts that are VIP exclusive and shows like this with the ads and plugs removed. Go to pwtorch.com slash go VIP for full details. That's pwtorch.com slash go VIP. Prices are as low as $8.25 a month on average if you subscribe for a year or check us out for a month for $9.99.